So, what do you think's going on in this town? I don't know. Like, like, there's just like a giant horde of people fighting with like another horde of people. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Uh, just and it seems like all the buildings are falling down now. And now everything's blowing up. What the hell? Hey, let's go ask that guy. Hey, sir. Uh, uh, what's it to you, Sonny? Hey, um, why are you blowing up your town? Oh, uh, this this all started, like, about two weeks ago that it happened. Uh, this better not be a really long story, old man. Uh, no, it should only take about between, uh, anywhere between 40 to 60 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, go on, man. Yeah, we, we can watch the rest of the fight. Yeah. Yeah, it all started two weeks ago. In the middle of the desert. Oh shit, I hate the desert. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. And it's my birthday. That's right. He is an age that may or may not be disclosed. It's a pretty funny number. Yeah, he's that old. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, it's our ending to our Black History Month movie genre. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I guess uh, before we move on from the birthday thing, uh, we will be accepting PayPal donations for for Tyler's birthday. Yeah. Um. <laughs> by the way, Adam, what did you get me? Uh, we can talk about that later. But yeah, we will accept everything from chocolates to movies uh, to anything. Yeah. Especially PayPal money, yeah, yeah. though. Yeah, uh, just uh, listen to our podcast, like, maybe a hundred times. <laughs> from a different IP address every time. Yeah, just go on to... Every computer in your house or your neighbor's house, and just get on every computer and watch, listen to all twelve of our episodes now. So, Adam, what's the movie that we're talking about today? We're talking I... about Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Yep. And this Why... was uh, Tyler's pick uh, for his birthday. Why isn't it cool? Like cool? Like uh, seats? That doesn't sound quite as catchy, I don't think. Fine. That would be my, like, fan parody. <laughs> we should make a parody of this, actually. It's just... Wouldn't a parody of this just be a normal movie, though? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, like, weird... That's, like, asking Weird Al Yankovic, like, to, like, a parody, like, one of his own songs. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like... Oh, one sec. Alexa, stop. Did you hear Alexa turn on? Yeah, I, I, I'm gu- <laughs> guessing she heard, like, uh... Uh, f- f- uh she heard her name, so... <laughs> I kind of could hear that. <laughs> oh, weird. Anyway, um... 
this movie is uh, the reason why this movie is probably one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. It's actually made by one of my favorite uh, directors slash actors slash producer of all time, uh, Mel Brooks. Yeah, um, I've seen a handful of his scenes, which um, probably annoys Tyler. But uh, by the end of this, Adam, you'll be able to see them all. Okay. <laughs> And before we begin, um, uh, as always, we'd like to thank those over at Painting the Pages. Uh, by this point, you guys should know already why. Yep. If you don't know, then you have to listen to the other episodes from different IP addresses to find out. Yeah. Or, or send us a billion dollars. Your choice. Yeah. So if you got a spare billion. Yeah. Or trillion. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and other than that, uh, the only other thing we want to mention is this movie, uh, other, th- uh, complete opposite from our last two movies that we've done, this movie is extremely racist. Yeah, um, um, when, when, uh, Tyler was first explaining this movie to me, because I had no idea what it was, all he said was, you could not make this movie today, and he was right. Yeah. If it was made today, um, let's just say there'd be a lot of riots. <laughs> you know, that would actually... I, I'd be impressed. I, that if, if someone made a movie and it started a riot, I, w- I would kind of have some respect for that person, no matter how terrible the movie was. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it just depends, like, what the movie was about to make a riot happen. Yeah. Like, didn't it almost happen with, like, the, uh, uh, because they made a documentary over President number 40, uh, 45, uh, and didn't that almost start a riot? Which documentary are you talking about? Uh, I, I thought The Art of the Deal. Um, if, I, I guess I don't know anything about that, that maybe happened, though. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, uh, jumping off of that, I I just, yeah. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. So this is a weird movie, to say the least. Yeah, I I think the first time I watched this movie, uh, a friend of mine actually, like, uh, dared me, like, to, uh, like, uh, to do a drinking game with him, and he chose this movie. What was the game? Uh, like... Like, there was, like, different rules, like, take a drink for this, take a drink for that. Okay. <laughs> All I remember was at the very beginning of this, uh, he told me to take a drink every time there's a whip, a snap. Okay, that that sounds kind of dangerous. Especially at this beginning bit. <laughs> because oh. th- this, mo- this movie has a theme song. <laughs> and every other verse, there's a whip snap. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time you actually get to the actual movie, you've taken like about 10 to 15 drinks. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. But yeah, this movie takes place probably in the 1800s sometime. Yeah, I, I have a little thing here that tells me it takes place in 1874. Oh, but they still have... Oh, no, they're not technically slaves. 
Yeah, they're... <laughs> technically, they're not slaves. They're just um, underpaid craftsmen, I guess. Yeah. But uh, they're working on the railroad out west. Yeah. So, um... um there's, like, a... I didn't quite know what I was in for until, like, this, like, first little bit, too, where, so there's, like, the theme song, and then it's, like, the black guy's working, and the white guy's, like, not really doing anything, and then the black guy's trick one of the white guys into, like, embarrassing himself by singing a song, and I was like, um, okay. <laughs> He's like, come sing the Camp Town Ladies. <laughs> yeah. The Camp Town What? Oh, come on, you know. Camp Town ladies, sing this song. Do-ra. And then they they sing a song that's completely different. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is even... Okay, it's just this kind of movie, I guess. (laughs) It's... it's, This movie is not for everyone, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Like, even though my grandmother loves Western, I'm not going to show my grandmother this movie. <laughs> She'd probably be like, what is this? Uh, pr- pretty much. But, um, well, the, the part of it, so, like, a lot of that scene to me, so that scene was not for me, them just, like, singing at each other until the boss shows up is like, why are you screwing around to the... to the white guys? And it's like, okay, that that was kind of worth the setup yeah uh, uh, and we meet our main character during all this like back and forth yep his name is uh, uh, Sheriff, uh, uh, uh Bart is his name Bart yes yeah uh, do the Bartman I, I don't know what that is and strangely enough people are talking about that at work today the, the Bartman yeah, I don't know what that is. I know uh, it's a Simpsons ba- thing. Yeah, uh, back uh, back in the late nineties, um, in order to uh, because uh, it was a Simpsons mania, basically uh, during that time, um, uh, Simpsons and you know Simpsons was everywhere at that time. Well, you, yeah, you may yeah. Anyway, uh, in order to do a lot of promotion for it, um. They actually had uh, Bart uh, pulls in a music video for somebody, and they actually made, wrote his own music video for himself. Why do you know about this, and I'm older than you? Not by much. <laughs> I should. If one of us knew about this, I should know about this. <laughs> Come on, pop culture is my thing. <laughs> y- your thing is... A other... bunch of weird, obscure shit no one else cares about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um... Anyway, uh, they a Bart and another guy get sent on his job to go get this rail car somewhere. Yep. And they go and immediately fall in quicksands. <sighs> and they're like... Uh, 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 like, this whole scene is set up in a way where... They, they they fall and they're just like, hey, you're a little bit shorter than you used to be, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, like, like they don't realize they're sinking right away. Yeah, they're like, quicksand, no. 
And then I, I kind of appreciate the the next joke too, where it's just like the people come like, oh no, quicksand, and then they like pull the car out, but they leave like the two guys in. And they both kind of give a head nod to each other, and then they get pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, because he's understandably mad that they were about to leave him to die, he um, hits the foreman or whatever he'd be, I guess, with with a shovel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he gets hit with a, sh- uh, a shovel, which then it kind of segues to uh, the mayor's office, actually. Yeah. And uh, the Maris is uh, the, the Maris. The mayor is uh, incompetent and weird. Come on, he's the second best character in this entire movie. <laughs> Would you like him to actually be your mayor, though? Um, you want to say yes, but like the the answer is no. <laughs> uh, I, I I do, depending on who's below him. Okay, like, like if he has like a good like. Well, secretary if, if, or whatever. Like, 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 if he has like a good face and good like people person, yeah, put him out there. <laughs> but if, yeah, like, uh, but only if he has like his like immediate like cabinet in a sense. Yeah, like if they're uh, like smart people. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that what if one do? of them was pure evil, like um his um um whatever. Oh yeah. His attorney general, I think. No, it's not that. Whatever. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, but the mayor is just—they're trying to figure out what happens to because this this plot of this movie you don't really you don't really watch this movie for the plot really, and you do and you don't. Yeah, like, like you, the plot needs to happen for the stupid stuff to get set up, but you really just care about like the stupid stuff. Yeah, like, this movie, I believe, something has to, like, they're trying to build a railroad right through this town. Yeah, so, like, because there's, like, a tiny blotch of quicksand, they could easily go around there, like, let's divert this thing 150 miles to that town because we're idiots, and then that's that's pretty much what sets everything off. And the mayor's like, uh, okay, uh, but but that town is pretty good, yeah. Uh, plus that town needs a new sheriff. Yeah, so, um, well, the, um, evil dude, whoever, um, uh, Headley. <laughs> yeah, Headley, Headley Lamar. <laughs> um, um, he's like, oh man, if that gets diverted to this town, it'll be worth a bunch, so I better kill the sheriff and, like, rough up the townspeople, and then the mayor's like, oh man, we have to, like, get a new mayor then, I guess. Um, d- and then, like, during, like, periodically through the scene is you get, like, an outside gag of, like, the, of everyone getting, like, hung. Yeah, there's just, like, a, like, executioner, like, you'd see in, like, like a medieval scene or something for some reason in this western town. Yeah, uh, I think my favorite one where he hops out the window is he's actually hanging the old sheriff. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I like. Um, is that when he's the, the guy with the horse? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has one around the horse as well. Yeah, yeah. That was the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but the mayor's like just like kind of like this uh, kind of ignores it for now. 
and like the bad guys like let's go screw up that town yeah and he um sees that they're about to execute bart for hitting the um foreman with the shovel and he's like oh perfect like we can send this guy well yeah uh but uh right before that they have to uh, uh go uh screw up the town oh right yeah so they um there's just like a montage of of them like <laughs> harassing townspeople that's kind of weird the, the song that plays during this is pretty good I don't remember the music to that. It's it's basically the townspeople like just like singing like it's all it's it's a happy town, and nothing ever ba- as, bad happens here. As they're dying, <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as the like, bad stuff happens, it's just like oh, and then like the rock ridge went crazy, blah blah blah. And because okay. the song because the song ends while they're singing in church. Oh. Oh, I think I kind of remember that. I don't remember the song at all, but that sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, but there, there's a lot of things that happen during the scene. Like, there's a guy taking a public shower out in the open. Yep. Uh, there's a guy that jumps through the window, one window, and jumps out the other. Yep. Uh, there's well, I a... think my favorite scene is a dude getting drugged through the mud, and he's like, <laughs> like, well, I guess I need a new pair of pants or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, and then the final joke is this... Uh, they're like holding on to this late old lady and they're just punching her in the gut. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um trying to remember what happens after the scene. I think it must go to like the Oh yeah, it goes back to the mayor because he has the uh, he... Uh, because uh, Headley g- drags a Bart back upstairs. Yeah, and, and and the mayor's trying to have sex with his secretary. Yeah, and like she's just standing behind like the window uh, shades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and Mel Brooks plays a wonderful job with the mayor. Oh, is that Mel Brooks? Yeah. Oh, I did not know what he looked like or anything. I just I was like, oh, it's a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, uh, he plays multiple characters in a lot of his movies. Cool. Like, uh, in Spaceballs, he plays the little guy. Whatever, forget his name. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, he plays that guy. Okay. Um. Well, like, and, like, this jumps to another gag, basically. Uh, Mel Brooks pulls aside a Bart, and he's like, uh, do you realize what you just done? You, you're gonna make me hire a... Uh, and then about to say the n-word and then just looks at Bart and he's like you're not Headley are you <laughs> he's like no sir I am not it's like <laughs> uh, and then Bart uh, like Headley just talks talks him out of it like talks him through it yeah, he's just like, well, you'll be famous if we do this. You'll be, like, the first person to ever have, like, a black sheriff or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then you get transferred over to um, Bart in this brand new, like, yellowish suit, I guess. It's pretty snazzy. Uh, I mean, I would like that suit. Yeah. He's got uh, a horse. Yeah. And he gets his own big band playing his song. 
<laughs> that that was just a weird scene. <laughs> I mean, it's the best. <laughs> because it's like you're not expecting it whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, uh, the, the whole city of Rockridge is about to like throw a big celebration for him. Yep, yeah, they have, like, they're all, like, literally everyone in town is sitting there waiting, and they're not, they're, like, lined up in some way that looks, like, picturesque and everything, and they have, like, a big banner for him and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, the like dude the... on top of the, oops. Oh, no, go ahead. But there's, like, a guy on top of a building, and he's, like, looking out for the mirror, and he's like, oh, man, he's coming! Oh, and everyone's like, start off the band, I better practice my speech one more time. And then the guy on top of the thing is like, oh, wait, he's a word I won't say. And they can't hear him over the band. Yeah, and, and like, there's, there's like, a giant bell that's ringing, if I remember oh, correctly. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. Like, yeah. the bell rings every time he tries telling them. He's, a, and then he just gets more frustrated every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally, Bart walks around the corner, and um, the band slowly... Um, just stops, stops. playing. <laughs> uh, as soon as he wa- walks up onto stage at this point, and like takes like his like his key to the city and everything, everyone just like starts pointing a gun at him as soon as he starts to read his speech. Yeah, he's like, uh, "If you can't beat him, join him," and he points a gun at himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was it his gun or was it just his finger? I think it was a gun. I thought it was a gun. Yeah. No, no, it is a gun. I'm just stupid. Okay. <laughs> that would have been even better if it was his yeah. finger, actually, though. <laughs> wait, 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 let me just double check here. Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I could, I could be remembering that, Ron. No, no, it is a gun. Okay. Uh, he, he's just like pointing it like in a weird direction. Yeah. And he just he backs himself back to the shared office. Yeah, he's like, just like, it, like I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill me if if you make me. They're like, oh man, he's serious. He's gonna kill himself. Dude, we better let him go. And he's like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's the 1800s. Hello? They're they're allowed to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then what happens? And then, and then he meets the other main character in this movie. Oh, the um, Waco kid. Which is played by? Whoever played um, Willy Wonka. Which is played by? Uh, whoever that is. <laughs> Which is played by? Gene Wilder. Finally, you get it. <laughs> I had to look. I was not going to get that. No. His actual name is Jim. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like this uh, drunk that was already in jail, I guess. Uh, I. I uh... <laughs> 
he like gets out, I believe, and like is just like staying there because he's like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. And he just kind of gets along with Bart to like playing chess with him upside down, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. And yeah. um, he's like, he steals a chess piece from him. Yeah, it's like, uh, I will teach you how to do some of my tricks if you can steal this chess piece from my hand. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess... So, I think the closest thing this movie actually has to a plot is the Waco kid's backstory, because the, mo- the rest of it is all just, like, being stupid. But his backstory is well, yeah. actually kind of important, and the rest of the stuff isn't. Well, yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> uh, like, the next day, like, uh, Bart goes out, and he's, uh, and he's like, uh, how do you do, ma'am? And up she's yours. like, up, yeah, uh, up yours, word I will not say. <laughs> it's just jokes like that yeah he's like well that didn't go very well Well, it's pretty much joke after joke after joke yeah until Mongo until we jumping too far ahead yeah well you're right but they have to introduce him right they have to, uh, they uh, Headley wants this town to fail so he wants he needs the sheriff to fail yep um, that's pretty much the main reason why he sent Bart there. Yeah, he thought that uh, was just gonna ruin it. Oh, yeah. there, I think we skipped the um, scene in the church after he first arrives, and like the town people um, keep like repeating what the other people said and taking credit for it when they're like um, debating if they should just leave. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, there's a scene like that where it's basically just like a bunch of people, like one of them says, we should stay because blank, and then like four other people say almost the same thing, and each of them gets credit for it. Yeah, because Bart is actually trying to turn this whole town around, in a sense, from what right. it uh, so, yeah. Um... Oh, wait, uh... Mel Brooks' character isn't the mayor. Oh, yeah? Who is it? He's a governor. Oh, oh, and he's also the Indian chief, according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Didn't you know yeah, that, that too? Make a lot, that would make a lot more sense, because it'd be stupid if, like, uh, a different mayor that was not the mayor of that town was involved in this. Unless it was, like, some sort of township. Yeah. Uh... But anyway, back to the plot. Um, Headley is wanting to get, get Bart out of town, so he goes to find the baddest of the bad guy, the the worst of the worst. And who does he find? Mongo. Yes, Mongo. Yep. Mongo is your very much strength, no brain whatsoever. Yeah, that that that's an apt description. I mean, uh, his his scene that he's introduced in is just uh, him farting a lot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then he finally gets into the town. Uh, he parks his horse, gets off, 
and then a guy's like, you can't park your horse there. Because he just punches the guy's horse. Yeah. That, I think that's my favorite joke in the movie, is just him decking a horse. <laughs> that, uh, that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, my favorite one is, like, towards the end, actually. I think I know what you're going to say for that, too, because that's up there for me, if we're thinking the same thing, but... Probably. Um, <laughs> I actually went to high school with a guy that was similar to Mongo. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he he would play. He was a like a linebacker in football. Yeah. Uh, like they they would, instead of actually calling his actual name, people would call him a a big Zim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he's around. My, he's around my height, but he was built. Oh, he was probably like a monster. Yeah, like, uh, uh like uh, I was hearing from my friends that were playing football at the time. If if you didn't do a certain thing in a certain amount of time, you would be up, like during like practices, like the you would have to be up against Big Zim if you didn't do like so- something in a certain amount of time. Yeah, if you didn't throw the ball, he was just gonna wreck you. Yeah, like, you would have to do tackles against Big Zim. <laughs> oh, so he was, like, the punishment? <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much Mongo is. Yeah. There, so, kind of relates to that, too. So, like, my brother never actually played football, but we just, like, played football with other kids, you know? And I don't think he yeah. met my brother, but he's huge, too. And, like, he would literally just pick up whoever had the ball and walk back, like, a couple yards and then tackle them there so they'd lose ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mongo, because he just goes straight into the bar after this, right? I think yeah. He like punches the horse and then he goes in the bar right away. Yeah. And uh, I think it's the same lady that like cussed him out. Like the same old lady comes and's like, "Hey, we actually need your help now, sheriff." Yeah, a Mongo's in town, and like uh, the Waco kid is like, Mongo, you can't go against this Mongo. He's like, Well, I gotta do what I gotta do. And he walks in, he just peeps in his head in just to see what's going on. <laughs> and do, do you want to describe the scene, or do yeah, you want uh, me to? Uh, Mongo is just like, there's like every single person that was in the bar, like every single one of them is pushed into a corner, and Mongo is just like pushing a piano into them, and they're all just sitting there writhing around being crushed by a piano. There's probably like 20 of them at this point. Yeah, it's it's really ridiculous looking. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um... And he's, like, doing this with, like, no effort at all. Yeah, he's just, like, sitting there like it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, at this point... Uh... Bart has to come up with, like, uh... Like, some sort of clever idea. Yeah, because he, he's told that shooting Mongo will just make him angrier. Yeah, so he's just like... Okay, so I... Ha- what can I do? Um, so he comes in, he's wearing like a bellhop uniform almost. Yeah. And he's like, candy gram for Mongo. And he's like, oh, what is it? And, um, grabs the package or whatever. And then he just leaves. And, like, the Looney Tunes scene starts playing somehow. Yep. And there's a button. Mongo... (laughs) 
Yeah, Mongo opens his chocolate, just boom. <laughs> and uh, I think like it like cuts to them inside like the sheriff office, and they just have Mongo like tied up, like like super tied up with chains. Yeah, just making sure like he doesn't leave. Yeah. And uh, the lady uh, that was mad at him comes up. And is like, hey, sorry that like, like I cursed at you and stuff earlier. Um, here's like a pie or something, but um, don't tell anyone I actually talked to you because I want the rest of the townspeople to like me. Yeah. Uh, at this point, because this is the scene that he goes to the show after this. Yep. Um, Correct? Yeah, so, like, Headley tries to get, like, um, some actress or something to try to seduce him. So she goes to town and does her show in the bar. Which is, it's actually not a bad show, honestly. Yeah, I was kind of, uh, being the music nerd that I am, I was kind of bored during a lot of that, but it was kind of, like, it, it could have been worse for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the, uh, I... The the joke the remember the storyline does not matter in this right. It's just the, the jokes, and a lot of the jokes are set up right after this. Yeah. Uh, uh basically the show goes on, and then um, Bart is called back to her dressing room afterwards. Which is kind of like this giant living room. Yeah, it's kind of excessive. Yeah. Um, and, like, the lights turn off. And, like, I want to remember the quote from here. Yeah, I don't remember what either of them says exactly, but... Like, like you know the quote, what quote I'm talking about. Yeah, like, when, when like, she's about to try to seduce him, and then the tables get turned on her. That That's, like, oh. what you're at. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, oh, she, she, she's like trying to seduce him, and like, uh, he, he says like, that's not my arm. Oh, okay. In, yeah. In, in the middle of the dark. Yeah, and then she's like, oh my god. <laughs> what they say really is true. <laughs> yep. Uh, next morning, wake up and they're eating uh, a schnitzel, uh, schnitzelgruben. Yep. Yep. Uh, but basically, it's just a lot of more stewing. Uh, Bart finally returns back to the sheriff's office. But she doesn't and... even want him to leave. She's like, "No, I can't survive without you." And he's like, "No, nah, I gotta go, dude." <laughs> yeah, I gotta go do a job. And out of everyone, uh, Mongo. Uh, tells Bart about uh, Lamar's plan. Yeah, um, Mongo now has respect for Bart as like the only person to ever beat him. So uh, Mongo wants to help Bart out, and he can also yeah. easily break out of those chains at any time. Yeah, he literally just stood up and just like <laughs> walked out. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they were on a pretty big budget for this movie. Yeah, there's like a like, lot, like a lot of extras and a lot of like props and sets and stuff. Well, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, so they yeah. learned that um, Headley is going to 
um, stage like an attack or something. Or no, I don't think they learned that yet. They know that he's up to something though from um, long ago, so they want to investigate. Yeah, so they go visit the uh, Bart Jim. Uh, go visit the railroad site. Yeah, they're like, man. Uh, so there's like this giant line of like different types of villains, like, like. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, that's not that to that point oh, yet. It's not. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, uh, they visit with uh, Charlie, uh, Bart's friend from the beginning. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, he basically tells them what's going on exactly. Yeah. Uh, about uh, uh, them trying to kill Bart and make the railroad go through and everything. Yeah, they're like recruiting people. Yeah, and then those uh, uh, the guys from the beginning try to kill Bart on the spot right there, uh, but Jim, the Waco kid, outshoots them with his like special moves. Yeah, that's right. He shoots the gun out of every single one of their hands. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, they. Uh, is the scene that you're talking about? Yep. Yeah. So now they will need to like infiltrate his his thing to learn more, and there's this just long line of of people like like motorcycle gang people and and Nazis and uh, Ku Klux Klan uh, members and Methodists. <laughs> yeah, and Methodists for some reason. <laughs> Uh, and they're just all signing up. And they're just like, I'm ready to go cause some damage. Yep. I, I, I take offense to that. Why? I'm a Methodist. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Bart and everyone wants to go see what they're signing up for and everything. Yeah, so they're like, okay, we need to, like, blend in somehow, like, so they won't recognize us, so they, um, harass some Ku Klux Klan members. The, the, the quote is, hey, boys, yeah, look what I got. Yeah, he's just... And then, uh, uh, he pulls Bart from around the corner, and he's like, where are the white women at? Yeah. <laughs> and the clans members like, oh, we better kill him, and, like, go after them, and, and they beat up the clans members and take their, uh, uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. And they get up front, and, and it, the disguise only lasts for two seconds anyway, because he's obviously still black, and they see his hands. Yeah, soon... <laughs> Yeah, which is kind of dumb. Yeah, it's like that. I feel like like well, that was a good joke them getting there, but like it only lasted like two seconds anyway. Like that was dumb. Uh, at this point, uh, Bart uh, like recruits like all the people that were working the railroad track to the townspeople. Yep. Yeah. Um. He um talks to his like his friend's sleeping he comes and covers up his mouth and it's like like okay um i need you to go ahead and like not scream and also tell everybody else to go ahead and meet me at this place at this time and then they all come to help him out yeah uh and because they want them to build like a replica town yep they're like so they can't destroy the town if they destroy the wrong town yeah uh and like and then Bart kind of realizes it won't really fool them that well. Uh, and so, like, the townspeople construct replicas on themselves as well. Yep. But this is after the townspeople um, finally um, learn to accept Irish people. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Chinese. Yeah. But it was it was Irish people that were like the really tough pill to swallow for some reason. Yeah. Um, I I don't think anyone else was excluded. Do you? Native Americans. Yeah, those are guys too. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, but but they need to buy time, uh, a little bit more time. So. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, probably my second favorite joke in the entire movie. Oh yeah. Uh they set up a like toll booth in the middle of the desert. Yep. And like and stop like the big like uh um raiding party uh to go to make sure they go through the toll booth. Yeah, and the toll booth is some stupid amount of money too that like no one would ever carry like a nickel or something stupid. Yeah, it was a uh, ten cents. Yeah, <laughs> which is really something else. Yeah, so then um, the entire party has to stop and they have to send someone back to get like a big bag of of dimes. And then when they come back, then they all go through the gate one at a time, paying the toll. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Screw this." <laughs> Uh, at, at this point, the town is set up. They're like destroying the rest of the town, but they have some dynamite down there, actually. Yeah. So um, while the raiders are um, attacking the fake town, they set off like all the dynamite to hopefully kill all of them. And like bar- uh, the Waco kid has to like do a sharpshooting again. Yep. He has like one shot. Then he makes it. And he all the buildings fall down and everything. Yeah. I wish that would be a pretty cool thing to put on your resume. Like, oh yeah, I destroyed an entire town with one bullet. Yeah. Uh, and like, and you, you uh, like the best part about this is like you see like all the like the bad guys like flying up in the air and the horses. Yeah. I wonder how they. Did, I mean, like, I'm surprised that they were because like the horses are obviously like. Um like actually there but they had like animals that were trained like good enough to actually be near the explosive explosions and stuff yeah i, I mean i'm guessing like uh, act, acting horses are pretty good about that yeah um i, I know uh my, my grandmother going back to her uh she, she's actually watching this uh show that's on netflix it's called heartland okay it's a show that's been going on for like 16 seasons now. Oh, that's way too long, probably. Yeah, especially when they're hour-long episodes. <laughs> anyway, uh, like they're trying to train this horse to do like literally everything under the sun. Is it like is it like scripted TV? Or yeah. It, okay. It, it, it's kind of scripted, kind of not at the same time. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, it, like it, it's it, like I was. It's an okay show. Uh, like, like you can tell, like what's gonna happen. It's kind of one of those shows. Yeah, but it's it's like probably like okay, like mindless entertainment or yeah. yeah. I, going back to that resume thing, um, would you hire that guy if if he actually did that? If he destroyed a town with a bullet, yeah, one bullet. I mean. It depends what I'm hiring for. Like, if I was like trying to hire like, like a hitman, or no, how about he walks into your job that you work out? That's your undisclosed retail <laughs> job. Would you hire him? 
if he put that on his resume? Uh, no. <laughs> Why not? So, okay, I'm going to, I'll tell you a story then. So I was doing some training at a different undisclosed retail job. And my first day I went there for training, uh, they were going to have me help them out with hiring someone. So we were looking through applications and stuff. I was going to do some interviews and stuff just to get some practice and stuff with that kind of thing. And um, we were looking through interviews. And the first thing the person that's training me says is they're just like, okay, so um, we're looking for someone to work at the service desk would you hire someone who is a sex offender to work at the service desk and i was like no no and and she's like yeah well that's about all i'm seeing so we did not uh, even try to talk to anyone that day why uh, when you live in a big city and you're a retailer that does not necessarily have a good reputation that, that's the type of applications you see a lot of yeah <laughs> yeah I can see that a anyway back to the movie now yeah um, uh, uh, so Bart wants to stop them once and for all so he comes running down there so yeah, anyway, uh, Bart uh, gets the entire townspeople, the Chinese, the Irish, the Indians, everyone, to just come down, ransack, and end this once and for all. Yep, yeah, so they just go in and just brawl with the um, people that um, Headley sent. Well, I think Headley's part of them, too. Yeah, yeah. Um... Which, at, th at this point, the fight's going on. Everyone's just punching people. At this point, is my favorite joke in the entire movie. I knew this was your favorite joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at this point, the movie pans out. Uh, outward and outward. And, like, it pans over to, like, a Hollywood studio lot. Yep. And we're just like... The first time I'm watching this, I'm like... What yeah. is going on? <laughs> It jumps into a stage that's like, uh, I think they're doing some sort of commercial, probably. Yeah, it's some type of dance number with like a bunch of tap dancers or something. Uh, it's like, put out your hands, stick out your tush, uh, send your hips, give them a push, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're doing the big mistake. Voila. And then the director does it, and then everyone else does it. He's like, one more time. Yeah, as they're about to do it, then um, the giant mob from the Blazing Saddle set just busts through their wall. And they're just like, I'm working for Mel Brooks. And they just like punch the director in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all the like dancers are like, you brutes, and just start like trying to fight with them, but they're all wusses. Yeah. Uh, and then the fight breaks out of there and goes to, like, the cafeteria and everywhere else. Yeah, they start, like, spilling out of, like, the whole studio into, like, the city. Uh, also, fun fact about the scene. When you see, like, everyone going out of the... But, yeah, uh, outside the studio lot and everything, you see, uh, like, some people walking out of there. Uh, they, they told these people, like, Mel Brooks told these people to stay out of the shot and everything. And at uh, and like the, he told them and told them and like he was like screw it he was like screw it 
Uh, we'll leave them in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they, they just add flavor. Yeah. And the, uh, the next thing that happens during the movie is they surprisingly... Headley is running away from everyone, and he gets he buys a ticket for a movie, and we're like, what movie could it possibly be? Do you know what movie that is, Adam, that he buys it for? What movie he goes to go see? Uh, he wants to see Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Breaks the fourth wall. <laughs> and uh, he goes in, and like people are even recognizing him and stuff. They're like, oh, hey, that's the guy from the movie. And he's, like, and he's just like, piss off. <laughs> and yep so he sits down and sees on the screen um bart and uh jim approaching the theater he's like oh shit i better get and out as of soon here as, uh, he tries to leave bart and a waco kid like stop him yep and and uh after they uh stop him they're like hey i want to see how this movie ends and literally they go inside and that's the end of the movie Well, well, not quite, because they go in and they watch it, and then my this is my part B of like the I think what really sells this fourth wall break is they're sitting there eating popcorn, watching the movie, and then it's in the movie they're like, "Huh, I'm tired of this place. Let's leave." And uh, the Waco kid still has his popcorn like in the movie that he had when he was in the theater watching oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they ride off into the de- desert, apparently, and boarding a limousine. Uh, What's that? They, apparently, they ride off into the desert and then dismount and jump into a limousine. Yep. And ride off to the sunset. So, what did you think about this movie? Um. So- I liked it quite a bit. I feel like a lot of the references probably went over my head, so I would have liked it better if I knew more about, like, the pop culture and stuff, but it was still a pretty good movie. That's part of the reason why I like it. There's a lot of, like, references he does that Mel Brooks does. Yeah. And Mel Brooks is uh, just a leading yeah. legend. Like, this movie's in the Library of Congress, for Pete's sake. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I this is a 9 out of 10 movie for me. For for me, I'd probably say it's like, I feel like a seven is a little harsh, but I'd probably put it like seven, seven and a half. I, I could see that for like a first time watcher. Yeah. Also, uh, th- this movie, uh, like, uh, because I know you're on the same screen as I am. Uh, do you see like budget of how much it made? Uh, I did not look at that. Yeah, it, uh, it's its budget was two point six million. Oh. And it went up to 120 million. Nice. That's that's pretty good. That's, that's probably especially for yeah. back then. Um the the other major thing is I saw like Mongo's actor. Uh, oh yeah. Uh apparently he was like uh, a defensive tackle in football, like NFL. Oh, I totally believe yeah. that. Yeah, he played for the Detroit Lions for a little bit. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I recognize any of these other. Well, that's names, really like... weird. Um, apparently he died in like 2012, but he got a award in 2018. That is a really, really posthumous award. Uh, well, it's a uh, Detroit Lions Ring of Honor. It says. 
Six years after yeah. he died? That That's kind of crazy that it took that long. Maybe something big was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a lot of people died around that time. But yeah. Could have been. So that gives us a score roughly around like, I would say about nine. About eight and a half probably. Out of ten. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. Put them together. But yeah, I'm really glad that you enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really didn't know what to expect, but it's quite yeah. a bit of fun. Uh, do you want to give the viewers a hint of what we're doing next time? Uh, so we decided that um, three movies in a row about um, um, race, especially against uh, African-American people, wasn't enough. So uh, we're going to watch a movie that's about race but it's a different um minority this time exactly and maybe you can yeah. find it in this video this this podcast we kind of gave a hint throughout yeah, yeah uh, no, I, I was saying that like you gave a hint throughout this uh this podcast at least you said the minority at least yeah. once yeah you might be able yeah. to figure it out but anyway, uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks, uh, and all money goes to me. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we'll check us out on our social medias, and we'll see you later. Yeah. Peace. Peace. And that's the story of how this little old town turned to nothing. That's why? That's how this little old town turned to nothing. Yeah. Um, that's, um, crazy. Uh, yeah, um, uh, now, just, if you two actors just go, go get some food in the cafeteria. Oh, sweet! We finally got some free food, Tyler! Yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, do you want to go check out one of these other movie lots? Yeah, I mean, we might as well. Yeah, um, let's go see what Disney's up to. Yeah, uh, apparently. Yeah, we can probably finally get away from like all these about about black. Uh, probably. Oh, hey, th there's a basketball movie playing here. Let's go see that one. Yeah. What, what is wrong with that guy's ear? Guess we'll find out next time.